Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in. I'm so excited for our guest today. And our talk today should be sharing about how to really step into your greatest reality and really how to navigate the journey and being an entrepreneur. And she has a lot of really great insights on that. So let me introduce you to our amazing guest today. She's a way shower and integrative holistic practitioner and a channel of interdimensional artistry, bringing the invisible to the visible to unleash your hidden possibilities while raising the vibration of your physical and subtle energy bodies. She believes the energy of who you are being is what gives you life and momentum to persevere in your vision. It also allows you to create from and embrace your uniqueness as you're answering your soul's calling. Her I Am Oracle deck of cards is a profound tool of introspection for an impactful journey of empowerment. She's channeled Unleash Your Hidden Possibilities Entrepreneur Program that reframes a person's limiting patterns and supports a heart-centered and intentional entrepreneurship. As an intuitive practitioner, she empowers individuals on their healing journey and spiritual healers around the globe with a purposeful body of healing tools for their own practice. Her heart's desire is to enliven humanity, to experience more soulful, joyful living. And I'm so excited to have with me today, Carol Frook. Carol, it's great to have you. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to share. Yes, absolutely. Well, you're absolutely in alignment with uh, with our podcast, The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur. And, you know, Carol, I mentioned to you that, you know, one of the things when I got the kind of divine download to do the podcast was that I would start it uh, off every single podcast episode with asking my guests, because my podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? So the first time I, I heard this terminology was interesting because I, I am pretty visual and I had this image of a couple dancing tango. Mm. And I thought it was a really interesting image because I saw the the spiritual and then the entrepreneur as being two forces dancing together to create something beautiful. And at times, just like the tango is, is kind of a dance of, of passion, I believe. Um, you have to have the passion behind being the entrepreneur, but also with the persistent, the persistence, it's kind of a, a, a little bit more of a forceful um, energy. And then the spiritual is more of the the flow of um, of being. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting image that I that I received uh, from that. And um, for me, the it's kind of an innate trait to have persistence in as an entrepreneur. I think we all have to have that trait <laughs> to be able to rise up and, and, and every time. And, but having access to that spiritual force really brings you into that pool of ideas and the infinite pool of support and abundance and 
and understanding. And, and um, so it's beautiful. It's those two forces merging together. I think it's really beautiful. Mm, well, thank you. I've never had anyone share that they had kind of an image that came to them. So that was very interesting. And I could really feel when you were talking about the dance, because it really is very much a dance. And so, you know, yin and yang, right? There is a certain exactly. um, um, elements of that. So can you share one challenge, Carol, that you've faced that stands out to you um, that's helped you to activate that more in you? And usually when I tell people that they say, just one, I say, yeah. Just one challenge, yes. Just well, one. I, one. I think they're intertwined, you know. So, mm. so, but it's. Um, I think one of the biggest challenge for me has been visibility, and um, so thank you for allowing me to be here today. Mm-hmm. That's part of my my growth, and um, because of a sense of fear and abandonment and rejection that I've that I've um, experienced throughout my life, I realized that. The hiding really affected, um, it it created Mm self-rejection and it created um, so much self-protection that I really um, kind of put myself in a box. Mm -hmm. And and the the safer, the the more invisible I was, the safer I was. Mm -hmm. So it was really self-protection. Yeah. Well, and so that's a a very powerful thing that happens as well for entrepreneurs, the idea of really being visible, and especially when the work you're doing has so much to do with you. You know, you're not selling a widget, you know, you're not offering like here, go buy my, you know, my mixer or something like that. You know, it's so personal when we do the the kind of work that we do. And so I hear that a lot from people. So I really appreciate you sharing that. So tell us a little bit about your journey, Carol, you've had a very interesting journey and how you kind of came to be doing all this amazing these amazing things that you are are now doing, you know, it's um it's always interesting to hear how people came to the came to the place where they heard their soul's calling and how they brought it out in this particular iteration that you are in right now, which you know certainly can can uh, evolve and shift over time. But tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to be doing what you're doing. My journey was really about um, came out of necessity. Mm-hmm. So I um I used to work for my father, you know, small, running the small business family business for over twenty years, and and then we we ended the business, and but but my before we ended the business, my health was um really my body was breaking down, mm-hmm. and um it was it was um really really out of necessity that I had to wake up. I, you know, I remember not knowing what I was talking about. I remember one time saying, you know, my light is so dim. I can't keep going this way. And um, that was really the, and my daughter was the motivation behind me making the changes because um, I was miserable. You know, I was miserable in my marriage. My work had stopped and now I had to really figure out how do I redefine myself and how can I be the best role model? So based on my upbringing, um, my parents were always, my my parents are entrepreneurs. You know, we come from a lineage of entrepreneurs. So that's kind of ingrained within me. Mm -hmm. And, but I had to really rebuild myself, uh, not only physically, but also emotionally. 
So it's it's been um, it's been an interesting journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, tell me a little bit more about you know we were talking earlier about you know some of the things that you've kind of come to understand and and kind of what you wish you knew then that you know now that maybe someone either just starting out in in their entrepreneurship or maybe they're a healer and they want to move into the idea or healer or energy work or something and they feel like they've been doing it with people and now they really feel like you know this could be the time to really make this into their career into their their into a business or maybe people that you know have been in business for a while but like you said just kind of feel like maybe their light just is isn't as bright and maybe they're just looking for kind of a bit of a reset so what might you share that you've learned that you wish you knew then that you know now i really had to look at myself and um growing up i was very much told what to do Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know what I wanted. So I think one of the things that is very important for someone to really have clarity, more clarity into what what they want, what they what they're capable of, what they're wanting, how they're wanting to contribute. And um, so I had to find that clarity for myself. I had to look at how was I sabotaging myself? How was I keeping myself small? Um, Knowing that, realizing that I could actually change things <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, you know, for the longest time, I didn't know that I had options. And it kind of feels naive in some ways. But um, since I was pretty much told what to do for most of my life, it was like I, I didn't know I could be something else or do something else. Mm-hmm. So I think looking at that that aspect of ourselves is, is very um an introspective work is very useful to, to kind of have a better idea where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And how do you, do you see that oftentimes um, entrepreneurs keep the, have their perceptions uh, the, the being limited? How, how do you see that sometimes happening for people or how, how does that happen for people where their perceptions are limiting their vision? Well, we, we kind of put ourselves in the box and, and, and for, for me personally, I was given the rein to run the business, but I wasn't, I was such on a short leash that mm. it wasn't really, it didn't feel like I could do what I was giving for others. It, it seemed like I couldn't give to myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to really look at that as why, why am I not willing or able to give to myself what I'm fully overworked and underpaid for someone else, but yet I'm not um, committed into my own well-being, into my own wealth, into my own self-sustenance. And so I had to really look at, at that. And I think every entrepreneur has, you know, we ha- we have to wear so many hats that um, sometimes we lack focus and, and going deeper within. It's um, like, you know, we talk about the, the, the persistence and the spiritual aspects of, of, of being an entrepreneur. And, and it's really having that integration of the body, mind, spirit, and knowing what your heart wants. But when you're in the middle of doing, you can't necessarily hear that wisdom. So I had to quiet down. Mm-hmm. 
what is the, you talk about creating your greatest reality. So how can an entrepreneur kind of get into and and assess or just kind of get a, a feel for what is in the way of them creating their greatest reality? What would you suggest or recommend for people to be able to get a better hand on that? What I've done for myself, uh, which has been very helpful, is is keep asking, you know, if I'm lacking confidence in doing certain things or if I'm lacking knowledge or lacking asking for help, I ask myself, who do I need to be to be able to fulfill my vision? And that will help me take that step into a greater reality in the sense that okay, you know, let me look at this. Let me look at, okay, so I'm, I don't have the confidence to to reach out to that person. Or recently I had, a, 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 I was assigned a, um, a counselor in, you know, small business. I moved to a new state. So I asked um, to be connected to a counselor. And for some reason, I felt like the energy was not going to be, we were not a match. So, but because I don't like confrontation or I don't like conflict, I'm like, okay, so how am I going to, I don't want to hurt anybody's um, feelings and I don't want to put myself in a position, you know, so it's kind of like, okay, how do I maneuver that? So I think it's really always questioning ourselves, who do I need to be to be able to achieve what I want to achieve? Mm-hmm. That's a powerful question to ask and then really to allow yourself to just hear the answer. Right. And that isn't necessarily going to come right at that moment you ask. So you need to be really paying attention to kind of the synchronicities to be paying attention to, you know, so and maybe give an example with this situation with the counselor. So has that been resolved (laughs) Yes. Okay. It just turned out that, you know, I just needed to ask and say, you know, do I, do you have someone more aligned with what I'm trying to achieve? And, and it all worked out and everything, everybody was fine. So it was me who, because of the way that I approached conflict uh, or didn't want to create conflict, I, I sometimes we create a, a bigger story than what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so what, so just maybe walk us through that. So when, so you had this, you you had this perceived story that you didn't, you know, that you did, you knew you didn't feel aligned with that particular counselor, but you didn't want to create any conflict. And, you know, so you asked yourself the question, who do I want to be? Right. And so what came out of that? If you could just kind of walk us back through that process, I think it'd be helpful for people to kind of see like how it worked for you. So what came to you? Who did you want to be? What were the what were some of the insights that came to you? And then and then how did you tie that together to act on that? Maybe just kind of tie that up for us a little bit. And I think it'll help people to see how to really utilize that very, very powerful question, which, you know, I, I believe, you know, activates, especially if you say, you know, I'm asking my highest guidance, you know, I'm not asking my mind per se, right? Because, um, but you're asking whatever you call higher guidance, my, you know, spirit, soul, whatever people want to call that. But there is something that happens when you ask to engage in a higher vibratory, uh, you know, connection, right? So I know a lot of times people will look at powerful questions like that and 
they can get themselves kind of caught up because they're asking their mind. And then of course their mind, you know, can give them, you know, pros and cons back and forth as the intellectual, but you're really wanting to, what I'm understanding is to tap in more into that intuitive space, right? Exactly. Your senses are telling you. So for my, for me, my senses were telling me that, um, I needed someone different who was more rooted that that particular counselor was new to the area. So so and I was new to the area. So I needed someone that was going to be a little bit more rooted um, so that they can help me better in terms. And I was very clear at the kind of help that I needed. So, you know, I had to be my own self-advocate, which which a lot of times I avoided being that. And and looking at what is it that is going to serve me better so that I can serve better. And so I can create exactly, you know, it was, it was, I had to match it to my vision and I had to be respectful and honoring what my intuition was telling me. Some, you know, a lot of times we, we, we noticed the red flags, but um, because of this or that, we're not going to act on it. And I think a lot of, even though with same thing with the guidance, you know, you'll, you'll get the guidance, but you don't take the steps. You don't take any action steps. So um, I was not willing to waste his time and I, wouldn't, I was not willing to waste my time. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the, the direct force for me to say, you know what? I don't think we're going to be a match. Is there anyone else that could be supporting me? Mm-hmm. So it was it was a, a big step for me to, to be able mm-hmm. to articulate um, politely, but also ask for what I needed, which, which um, you know, sometimes we were hesitant to do. Yeah, I can feel that that's a big breakthrough too, because, you know, now you can, next time, you know, you're faced with a situation like that, you can draw upon this one and say, you know, you already have it activated in your cellular structure. Well, look, I followed, you know, my inner guidance and I was respectful with the person, but I aligned with the vision and and look how that worked out. So you can already have that it's activated. Well, it worked out there. So exactly, we'll apply the same thing. Now, Carol, why don't you share a little bit about um, and share with people more if, if, if you're open to it about helping people to kind of discern how our bodies talk to us and how that, you know, you gave an example there, I think to some extent that, you know, part of that was that uneasy feeling you mentioned, but what would you like to share about that, about how, you know, entrepreneurs can heart-centered entrepreneurs, you know, can really utilize the connection to their body? Well, I think, you know, having, creating the, the, a little bit of a, a ritual or making time to, to really tune in and, and, and know yourself, you know, know what you're willing to, to, what, what are your priorities? What are you willing to compromise on? And then, and then bringing it back to your heart and bringing it back to, um, for me, I feel like if I work out of my heart center, I don't have to compromise because I'm always in alignment. So I think taking the time, even five minutes, it doesn't have to be an hour, but in five minutes, take a breath and then just tune back in into your own center and, and feel the sensation, feel the chills, feel the, you know, does this feel right? Does it, does it feel wrong? Does it, not that they're right or wrong, but what would be best for me at this moment? And always 
bringing it back to, you know, how can I make that vision happen? And the vision is going to evolve as you change and as you evolve. So, so for us to be able to, to hold the momentum as an entrepreneur, I really feel like we have to um, pay attention to not only what's surrounding us, but what's, what's within. And it's, it brings in back to our emotional, mental, physical, and, and, and spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very powerful. So um, I know that you have brought something for people, uh, a gift, and I want to give you um, a minute you can share with that. Is there anything you want to share with people, anything else before you tell them about that wonderful gift that you brought? Anything else you'd like to share? I think there is one little anecdote that I really would like to share because I thought sure. it just opened up my my mind to 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 the possibilities, and it's about salt. Um, okay. It's about uh, one one evening we were my a friend of mine we were having dinner at this restaurant and they brought in salt. Uh, they brought in a sorry brown rice on the table and I felt like I needed salt. And I usually don't add salt to my food. That's um, something I don't do. And then they brought in the entree and then I mixed everything and everything was fine. But um, so at the beginning of the meal, I was looking for salt. And then at the end of the meal, a friend, my friend um, kind of gently uh, gave me the passed me the, the the fortune cookie that the, the the waitress had left by her side because we were sitting very far apart the the two of us in a eight people booth so we were very much apart and um so she just kind of you know sent me that that fortune cookie and when i opened it um the word was salt on it so to me it was you know it's one of those moments where you're glad you have a, a you you have someone there to witness it because if I were to sell, tell the story to someone, they would be like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but it was two messages came out of that salt, um, that little fortune cookie, uh, fortune, because one is I, I certainly can manifest. So because I ordered kind of ordered salt at the beginning of the meal and then I ended up having you know, 45 minutes later, I'm having the salt show up. But the, the most important message out of that was that, you know, don't expect it in the way that you know it to show up. So I was mm. expecting a salt shaker on the table, mm-hmm. but then it showed up as a word on the piece of paper. So it really opened up to, you know, don't don't limit yourself to what you know and just be really open. Be, be you know, they, they, you can't control the how things are going to show up and oftentimes, you know, we, we don't know the how and we have to allow and surrender to that, that knowing that, you know, I don't know how it's going to happen, but yet I know it in my core that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very powerful. It's not being, it's being, de- you know, really detached from the outcome and really just, um, you know, you, you, you first asked for salt, which I think is very interesting, but then you let go of the attachment to salt. So you asked, it didn't come. You go went ahead, put your food together, tasted fine, thinking, oh, maybe I didn't really need that salt, or you just you just kind of let it go. You weren't holding on. And then here you are, you know, you attract that particular cookie that has that word in it. So, you know, I, I think that is just really a, a a universal nod 
as you said, that, you know, to notice those divine synchronicities, you know, because those are, maybe there was something else going on in your life at that time. And, you know, not only was it it to indicate to you about what happened there, but like you're on the right track, you know, I mean, kind of like a bigger message. It kind of comes to me, maybe that was, and here you are sharing it. So it obviously impacted you, you know, more than just a synchronicity. Like, oh, isn't that interesting? I wanted salt and I got this cookie with salt. Oh yeah, whatever. You know, (laughs) which a lot, a lot of people may not even have noticed that may not even have made the connection. And I think you're making a really good point about being super aware about how, you know, signs and things can show up. Synchronicities can show up that are messages, Mm -hmm. you know, they are messages from our higher guidance, from our inner guidance saying, you know, I mean, oftentimes people will ask me, you know, I I keep seeing all these multiples on the, you know, the clock, 11, 11, 222, you know, what does all that mean? You know, and, you know, I will say to people, well, I mean, you can certainly make, you know, draw conclusions, but I would, I, I, in my experience, and I see those all the time, you know, so, you know, in my experience, those are synchronicities that are indicating to you, you know, you're on the right track or, or, or just even to notice, look there, you notice that there was this synchronicity. You, you talk about how you see these multiples all the time. And so you do see these multiples all the time, you know, cause I always say, oh my gosh, I mean, multiple times a day, I will look up and it'll be 11, 11, 555, whatever it is, you know, and I always just smile and say, well, there you go. Well, you that's know? the thing. Yes. I, I used to play this game when I was learning to create faith because I didn't have faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know that I had all that support. So I, I, I taught myself by playing games and I aligned to a certain number and I'm like, okay. So every time I would see the number, it would just bring bring a smile to my face. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of, uh, yes, I'm I'm connecting to spirit, but I'm also, it's kind of like, yeah, they're they're validating me in the way that you know the, the synchronicity of all the messages of of show, showing me that number. But it's also it was also changing my vibrational self every time I would see it because I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, we're connected, you know. Yeah, thank yeah. you. You know, just being gratitude of, right. of showing up. And what's interesting is um, I just sold, I just moved to to um, another state about a year, right before the lockdown. And I had to, I sold my house. And um, for some reason, the, the realtor, their realtor asked her to give me my, her phone number. He wanted for us to connect. And she ended up, I just started laughing because her first three digits were the number that I manifest every day. (laughs) Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I just love that. And I love to hear those kinds of stories. I love to hear those kinds of things, because as you said, you know, whenever that happens to me, exactly what you said, I just smile and say, okay, great. Thank you. Thank you that I'm aligned. You know, I kind of use it as an opportunity. I always say, 
with people, you know, my, my daughter and I'll be driving the car, I'll say 11. I'm like, oh, 11, 11, make a wish. Oh, 11, 11, say an affirmation. You know, oh, 11, 11, it's a portal of energy. Use it. You know? And and now, you know, anyone who's with me that knows that is, you know, we take that whole minute, you know, okay, here's where you, here's where you put in all the powerful affirmations. You know, I am healthy. I'm vibrant. I'm connected. I'm grateful. You know, I mean, you can just feel the energy. I said, you know, there's to me, uh, you know, there's something powerful about that energy in that minute, you know, so it's kind of a, it's a kind of a little bit of a game, but it's fun. And like you said, it always brings a smile and ooh, ooh, look, and now, you know, the people around me, you know, that know that will say, oh my gosh, look, 11, 11. I can't believe every time I'm with you, it's 11, 11 or three, three, three or two, two, two. You know? It brings that, it brings that, that energy of playfulness and, and cooperation and, and uh, almost like magic and also kind of um, cleverness, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, we're, we're co-creating here we're we're playing together together and and it kind of just enhances and to me it just enhances my heighten my senses but also heighten my the faith that I I I was building that connection and and that I was supported because most of my life I didn't feel like I was supported so so it really created that sense of support that yeah someone's watching someone's lifting me up whenever I need it and, 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 and we're playing together and I'm in the energy of playfulness. I mean, I, I do this work to, to, you know, like my, I'm just changing this whole business to soulful, joyful living because that's kind of like what I want for myself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's the essence of what you want for yourself that you're also activating another. So that's that beautiful circle. Well, I could talk to you all day, Carol, but um, why don't we share with folks the wonderful gift that you brought? And I know this gift link is going to be on the episode page. So why don't you share a little bit about this wonderful uh, gift that you provide you're providing for people? Well, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to share this offer. Um, as I mentioned, you know, it's it's as entrepreneurs, we and as individual, we have to be our best version of ourselves and it's to be the most harmonious and balanced. And that takes into consideration and encompasses the the emotional, the mental, physical and, and spiritual health. So my gift is to share through imagery and processes um, something to support the listener in creating that space. So the, the setting and intention of health is what I'm offering. And um, it's got the imagery that has been, it's they've been described by as like portals. So, and if you're, everybody's going to have a different, different experience, of course, because everybody's unique, but it's, um, I feel like I'm always wanting to pee, to open doors for people to step into their higher vibration. So this is, um, this is my, my gift to, to people. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for that, Carol. And if you can go to the episode page and, and folks that are listening, you can get that on Carol's episode page on our podcast page. And Carol, I want to thank you so much for being with us. Is there anything you have to say to folks in closing, anything that comes to you you'd like to share? Um, just have the courage and the willingness to change. You know, nothing is, nothing has to stay the way it's been. 
Um, I know I'm the best example. So mm. thank you. Thank, thank you for you. your opportunity. Oh, thank you, Carol. And we'll see everybody back here next time. And we'll see you living lives of love, joy, peace, prosperity, health, and always, always. And we'll see you back here next time, everybody. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com masterclass.